Shalom to all. Today's office is Nasr Daf Yod Aleph. We are starting the top of the Daf with the brand new Mishnah. And today's Daf is sponsored Lili Nishmas, Mars, Miriam, Zara, Basim, Yaakov, Misha, Hernish, Shama, Shadav, and Aliyah. And Lili Nishmas, Mars, Rivka, Basim, Meir, Zev, Hernish, Shama, Shadav, and Aliyah. And the Mishnah says, Mazgul Isakais, they poured a fellow a cup of wine, Va'amar, and he said, Hareini Nazar Imenu, I'm a Nazar from this cup. Hare's a Nazir, so he's a Nazir. That's considered a valid acceptance of Naziros. And Maya said there's a story, but Isha Achas with a woman, Shaisa Shikaira, she was inebriated, she had a little bit too much wine. Umaz Gulas Akais, they poured her another cup of wine, but Amran, she said, Hare Naziri Menu, I'm a Nazir from it. Amr Chacham, the Chacham said, She only had Kavana to say that it's Asr to me like a Karban, meaning she was asking the cup of wine upon herself, but she wasn't making herself a Nazira. The Gemara asked right away, Maisa Listar, are we bringing a story in our Mishnah to contradict what we just said? Amrit Resha, you said in the first part of the Mishnah, Hareza Nazir, that he is a Nazir when he says, I'm a Nazir from his cup of wine. Bahadur Tani, and then the Mishnah taught, Maisa Bisha Achas, and the conclusion of that story was that she's not a Nazir. Amr, we see from the second part of the Mishnah that Baha'i Huda Asr, she She's only Asr in this cup of wine, but she's permitted to drink other wine, meaning she's not in Nazira. And we know that Mishnahists aren't set up like this. If we have a story brought in a Mishnah, usually it's a Raya for what we had just said previously, not a contradiction. So Gemara says, Really, it's missing something. This is what should be taught. They poured a cup of wine for him. Amr, he said, I'm going to be a Nazir from it. He's a Nazir. He's a full-fledged Nazir. However, if he was drunk, Amr, he said, I'm a Nazir from his cup of wine. So he's not a Nazir in that situation. My time, why not? Command to Amar, because as if he said, Hare like carbon who? It's ushered to me like a carbon. Meaning I'm asking myself to drink this cup of wine, but not that I'm making myself a full-fledged Nazir. And Chitim, if you want to say, So he should have said that. He should have verbalized, I am not drinking this cup of wine. Why'd he say, I'm a Nazir? So the answer is because Savar, he figures to himself, They're just going to bring me another cup of wine, and they're going to make him a sugar. The Mepharshim explained that when a person is drunk, it's pretty easy to make him a sugar. Might even be fun to do so. So this fellow realized that they're going to think he's drunk, and if he says, this cup of wine is usher to me, they're just going to bring him a different cup of wine and continue making him a sugar. So therefore, he tells himself, I'm going to tell them this thing, the psikaluhu, that's very clear for them, and they're going to know not to bring me any more wine. But again, his intention was never to make himself a nazir, he just wanted them to not bring him any more wine. And we also have a story with a woman, so on and so forth, and that's what the Mishnah brings the story of the woman for. Moving on to another Mishnah, we have three different cases. The first case of the Mishnah is, Harini Nazir a fellow makes himself a Nazir on condition that I can drink wine or that I can become Tamei Mace. Hare's a Nazir, he's a full-fledged Nazir, and he's Usr to drink wine or become Tamei Mace. Next case, a fellow made himself a Nazir, and then afterwards he said, I know that there's a concept of Naziras. I didn't know that a Nazir is not allowed to drink wine. Hareza Usr, he's Usr, meaning he's a full-fledged Nazir, and he's not allowed to drink wine. Reb Shimon Mater, Reb Shimon Mater is him, meaning Reb Shimon says he's not a Nazir. And this goes back to the Machlaikas Chacham and Reb Shimon that we had previously. The Chacham hold that if this person makes himself a Nazir, even just from Chartzanim or Zagim, he's still considered a full-fledged Nazir. Reb Shimon said he has to verbalize that he's being a Nazir from everything, and if he tries to make himself a Nazir only from one thing and not from another, so he's not a Nazir at all. And now the third case, a fellow made himself a Nazir, and then he said, I know that a Nazir is not allowed to drink wine. I thought that the Chum would allow me to drink wine because I can only live with wine. I have to drink wine. Or because I bury the dead. My Parnassah is a grave digger, so I can't possibly support myself without becoming Tamei Mace. 
So in such a case, Hare is a mutter. He's mutter, meaning he's not a nazir. Reb Shimon Iser and Reb Shimon Asers him, meaning Reb Shimon says in this case he is a nazir. So Gemara begins dealing with the first two cases in the Mishnah. Why is Reb Shimon also arguing the Reisha? Just like in the middle case of the Mishnah, Reb Shimon holds he's not considered a nazir because he didn't accept upon himself a full-fledged nazirus. So why is Reb Shimon arguing the Reisha as well? In the Reisha, the fellow took upon himself an nazirus on condition that he's allowed to drink wine, and there was no argument. Everyone agrees he's considered a full-fledged nazir. Why is Reb Shimon and agreed to that. Reb Shimon should argue in that case as well. So Aram Yishub and Levi, Reb Shimon Levi answers, Chalakai Reb Shimon Afparesha, Reb Shimon does argue even on the Reisha. And the middle case, when it says, Reb Shimon Matir, that means Reb Shimon Matir is not only the middle case, but also the first case. Ravina Amar Ravina argues and he says, no, but Reisha loy polig Reb Shimon. Reb Shimon does not argue in the Reisha. And my time, why is that? That's Mishum Tahavulei Masna Mashakasa Patara, because this person is trying to make a stipulation against what is explicitly written in the Torah, and anyone that tries to make it tonight against what's written in the Torah, so is tonight's battle. In the Reisha, the fellow said, I'm going to be a Nazir on condition, meaning I'm making a very clear stipulation that I'm allowed to drink wine. But that's directly against what's written in the Torah. The Torah says a Nazir is not allowed to drink wine, and therefore the Tanai does not count, but his Naziros does count, and therefore he's a full-fledged Nazir. Whereas Rabbi Shubin Levi, Amr Lachar, Rabbi Shubin Levi would answer you, Hi, Almanas Kechutzdami. When this fellow says, Almanas, that I'm going to be a Nazir on condition, that I'm allowed to drink wine, that's just like him saying, I'm going to be a Nazir except for from wine. And if a person says, Chutz, Rabbi Shua ben Levi holds in Shittas Rabbi Shimon that he's not considered a Nazir because he's not taking upon himself a full-fledged Naziros. And so too, when he says Al-Manas, he's not accepting upon himself a full-fledged Naziros and therefore he's not a Nazir. But now I think Mar says, Tani Kavasa to Ravina, we have a Brasa like Ravina. The Brasa says clearly, Amar, if a fellow said, Harini Nazir, Al-Manas, Shaisa Yayin, Tamil Mesim, I'm going to be a Nazir on condition that I'm allowed to drink wine and become Tamil Mes, Harais a Nazir, Va'asr Bakulan, he's a full-fledged Nazir and he's Asr in all these things. Because he's trying to make a stipulation against what's explicitly written in the Torah, and anyone that makes a tenai against something that's written in the Torah, that tenai is bottle, and the thing that he said is kayam. And now going on to explain the third case in the Mishnah. The fellow said, I know that a Nazar is not allowed to drink wine, but I thought the Chum would be matarit for me because I can't survive without wine. So in this case, it seemed to be flipped around. The Chum said that he's not a Nazir, and Rabbi Shimon said that he is a Nazir. So the Gemara asked, well, Resha, you had said in the previous case of the Mishnah, Asr, that the Chum hold that he's Asr in such a scenario. Rabbi Shimon Matir, and Rabbi Shimon Matir is him, meaning according to Rabbi Shimon, he's not a Nazir. So why is it flipped around over here? So the Gemara says, you're right, Eimonami, Hareza Asr, Rabbi Shimon Matir. We should change the Mishnah as well to being consistent to the previous case, and the Chum hold that he's Asr, and that he is a full-fledged Nazir, and Rabbi Shimon holds that he's not. Me by saying all, alternatively, we can answer differently. Don't switch it around. So why is this case different? So Hasam over there, Yudalfam Bezan Tap Reisha, when we're dealing with the previous case in the Mishnah, Kigain to Nazir Mechada. We're talking about where he tried to make himself a Nazir only from one thing. So Lerabon, according to the Rabban and Amri, that they had said, as we learned previously, even if he only made himself a Nazir from one thing, even from Khatsanim or Zag, have a Nazir of Asr. He's a full fledged Nazir and he's Asr in everything. And the Rabshim and Amr, Achiyazam, Kulam, according to Rav Shimon, that says he's not considered Nazir until he explicitly takes upon himself Naziris from everything. So Mutter, he's Mutter. That's the middle case of the Mishnah. But Seifa, this last case of the Mishnah, is talking about something different. The Nazar Mikulu. He accepted upon himself a full-fledged Naziris from everything. And only afterwards, Ve'itchel Mechada. He tried to be Shail on one thing, meaning he went to the Chacham and he said, I took upon myself to be a Nazir, but there's one part of the Naziris that I can't keep to. So Lirabana and Da'am Yafiulai Nazar El Me'achas 
Kohen Havanazir. According to the Rabbanon, when he only accepts upon himself one chaluk of Naziros, he is considered a full-fledged Nazir. So Ki Mitchell Mechadaminaihu, when he's Shail, when he takes away one of the Chalakim of Naziros, to Ishtari, now he's mutter in the entire Naziros. Meaning, according to the Rabbanon, the same way that if he takes just one part of Naziros upon himself, that's considered like a full-fledged Naziros. So too, if he's Shail on just one part of the Naziros, that's considered a full-fledged Sheila, and now he's not a Nazir at all. Whereas Lerab Shimon, to Amr Achiyazar Mikulam, whereas according to Rab Shimon, that he's not considered a Nazir until he accepts upon himself all of Naziros, so Ki Mitchell Nami Mehu Adam Mitchell Mikulhu. When he's being Shail on one thing of his Naziros, that's not going to take away his entire Naziros until he's Shail on everything. And Misham Hachi Ketani Rab Shimon Iser. That's why the last case of the Mishnah says that Rab Shimon Asers him, because again, we're talking about a situation where the fellow took upon himself a full fledged Naziros, then he went to the Chacham to be Shail on one part of the Naziros. According to Rab Shimon, that's not considered undoing the entire Naziros, so that's what Rabbi Shimon says, he's still considered a full-fledged Nazir. The Baisem, alternatively, we have a third answer, Benidre Einsen Kamiflagi. The Chum and Rabbi Shimon, in his last case of the Mishnah, are arguing in Nidre Einsen. Now, Nidre Einsen is part of a certain category of Nidarim, as we're going to see. We will plug to Shmuel Rav Asi, and they're arguing in the same Achleik as Shmuel and Rav Asi are arguing in. Then now we have a Mishnah, and this comes from Masechus Nidarim. Arba Nidarim Hitir Chachamim. There are four Nidarim that the Chum were Matir, and we're going to see what that means, the Chum were Matir. Nidre Ziruzin, Nidre Havai, Nidre Shagagas, Nidre Einsen. Now, what are these Nidarim? So Nidre Zeruzin is a nether that a person takes upon himself really just to be mazarious himself or to encourage himself to do something, but it's not a real nether. For example, two people are bargaining and the seller says, this should be usher to me if I sell it to you for less than a certain amount of money. Now he's not really trying to usher the thing on himself. He's just trying to encourage himself not to sell it for less than a certain amount of money. Nidre Havai is a nether of exaggeration. A person walks into the house and he says, I saw such a massive group of people outside. The following thing is usher to me if there wasn't as many people there that left Mitzrayim. Now he didn't see a group that was larger than 600,000 people. He's just saying something in an exaggerated way to prove a point. Nidrish Gagas is another person made b'shaygeg, not realizing what he's saying isn't true. For example, he says, this thing should be ushered to me if I ate yesterday. And at the time making the nether, he really thought that he didn't eat anything the day before, but he didn't realize that he had a whole gishmak lunch. So the whole thing is based on a shaygeg. And Nidri Einstein is a nether that a person makes that's totally on something else. And the only reason why the condition wasn't or was fulfilled was because of an einas, and he didn't have that in mind. For example, he told his friend, all of my possessions should be ushered to you if you don't come to the chasana. And his friend didn't come to the chasana, but because of an einas, the fellow landed in the hospital, or the flights were canceled due to bad weather. So the nether is not chal because of this einas. And Amr Yehuda Amr Avasi, Halalu, these four nedarim, Srichen they need she'ela to a chacham, meaning even though the nether isn't chal to some extent, the person still has to go through the motions of going to the chacham and having the nether matured in the proper official manner. However, Kamisak made Shmuel, Rabbi Yehuda said that when I said this in front of Shmuel, Amr Li Shmuel told me, Tana Katani Hitiru Chachamim, the Tana taught very clearly that the chachamim were matured these nedarim, and you're saying they need she'ela, they're automatically matured, they're not chal at all, and a person does not have to go to the Chachamim. Now, how does this have to do with our Mishnah? So, Rabbanon Savri Kishmul, the Rabbanon hold like Shmuel, Rab Shimon Kirabasi, and Rab Shimon holds like Kirabasi. Meaning, when this fellow said, I'm going to be a Nazir, and then later on he said, How could I be a Nazir if I'm not able to survive without wine? We're understanding that to be the following situation. When the fellow made himself a Nazir, he was able to keep to all of Naziros. And then later on, something changed. An Oynes happened that he's not able to survive without wine. Maybe some sort of medical condition or something like that. When we're talking about becoming Tameh Mace, it could 
could be that he was in between jobs, and the new job that he found right after he made himself a Nazir was a job of a gravedigger, and it paid really well, and this is the only way he can support his family. So these situations are considered an Aynas. So there are Abanan who say that it's not considered a Nazir of Naziros at all. That's just like Shita Shmuel, the Nidre Einsen, he tiru Chachamim, and he doesn't even have to go through the motions of going to a Chacham to get him matered. Whereas Reb Shimon holds a Gravasi, meaning Reb Shimon holds that a Nedr is Chal to the extent that he has to keep to it until he gets to a Chacham to get him matered. And moving on to brand new Mishnah. A fellow said, Harini Nazir, I'm a Nazir, Nazir, and I take upon myself to shave a Nazir. Now, this doesn't mean that he's going to take a haircut machine and go to a Nazir and shave his head. It means that I'm taking upon myself to pay for the carbonus of a Nazir so that Nazir can now get a haircut. Now, Vasham Chaveru, this fellow's friend, heard this, and he said, Va'ani, and me also, and I take upon myself to give a Nazir a haircut, meaning to pay for his carbonus. So, if these two fellows were smart, we'll call them Reuven and Shimon, so Megalchen says, they'll shave each other, meaning they'll pay for each other's carbonus, and they save themselves some money. But if they weren't smart, so they have to pay for other Nazirim's carbonus, which means that Reuven and Shimon not only have to pay for their own carbonus, but they also have to pay for a random Nazir's carbonus. So they have to pay double. Now the Gemara says, who asked the following question, Let's say Shimon heard, and all he did was say, and me, and he didn't follow up with saying, When he says, is that mashma? He's going on everything Ruvain said. Maybe it's mashma. He's only going on half of what he said. And if you want to say that the statement of va'ani is only going on half of what Ruvain said, is it going on the first half or the second half? Is it going on the half where he's saying, I'm making myself a Nazir? Or is it going on the half where he's saying, and I'm going to pay for a different Nazir's carbonos? So Gemara says, Tashma, we have an attempted ride from the Mishnah. What does it say in the Mishnah? Shimon had said, va'ani and if they were smart, they're going to pay for each other's carbonos. So here's the raya, from the fact that the Mishnah says, So we have a double ashen over here. We clearly see from here that the va'ani is going on only half of what Ruvain said. So Ami, they said, in your right, it's mashma, the va'ani is going only on half of what Ruvain said. Is it going on the first half or the second half of what Ruvain said? So the Gemara answers, from that statement itself, we can learn the answer to this question as well. From the fact that Shimon in the Mishnah had said, We see from here that the va'ani part of Shimon's statement is going on the first half of Ruvain's statement, making himself a Nazir. So right now we're understanding that when Ruvain says that I'm going to be a Nazir and I'm going to pay for the carbonus of a Nazir, and Shimon says, So when Shimon says, he's taking upon himself to be a Nazir, and when he's saying, he's taking upon himself to pay for the carbonos of a Nazir. But it's not so simple because Amalei Rav Huna Breder of Yeshua Rav Huna Breder of Yeshua asked Rav from where in the Mishnah do you say that that's true? Really I could tell you the when Shimon says he's going on everything that Ruvain said that I'm going to be a Nazir and I'm going to pay for the carbonos of some other Nazir. And if you want to say it's because he said and that's what's mashma that the Va'ani is only going on half of what Ruvain said What's Shimon saying when he says ve'olai? Vahamilsa, he's just emphasizing that it's with this matter also that I'm taking upon myself as well. Meaning when he says va'ani, he's accepting upon himself both to be a nazir and to pay for another nazir's carbon. So why is he repeating himself by saying va'olai legalayach nazir? He's just trying to emphasize, he's trying to reiterate that you should know that I'm also taking upon myself to pay for another nazir's carbonos. But that's already included in the va'ani. And how do I know this, says Rav Hunabrei Rav Yeshua? Because if we don't say that, Diktani Seifa, it says in the Seifa, on the next staff we have this Meshna. Ha're'olai legalayach hatzi nazir, Ruvain says, 
I take upon myself to shave half of a Nazir, which for now we're going to understand to mean he's taking upon himself to pay for half of a Nazir's carbonos. Shamachabeira and his friend Shimon heard, Va'amar, and he said, Va'ani olai Nazir, and I take upon myself to shave half of a Nazir. So Hasam and Miyakatartan Mili, over there, are there two separate things that we could possibly split his statement into two parts? No, there isn't two separate things. There was only one statement that was made. I take upon myself to bring half of a Nazir's carbonos. So Elamaika Amar Alai, so it must be, what does Alai mean? Baham is with this thing that he said, so to over here, when he says a lie, he's just emphasizing that it's with this thing that he said. In other words, just like over there, when he says, it's only referring to one thing, because there's only one thing over there that's being referred to anyway. So to over here, when he says, the va'ani is going on the entire statement that was made by Ruvain. But Rabbi Rav, Rav told him, is that really so? Could that be? How's that being used as a proof? If you want to say that the Reisha, meaning our Mishnah, when he says Va'ani Ve'olai, that's necessary and that's a Chiddush because the Va'ani only implies the first half of Ruvain's statement and therefore we have to have the Mishnah to tell us that the Va'olai is going on the second part of the statement. So that would make sense. And Seifa Loitzricha, the Seifa, meaning this next Mishnah that we're talking about is not necessary because in the Seifa, in that next Mishnah, when Shimon said Va'ani, that automatically includes what Ruvain said regarding the half of Nazir and therefore Shimon in the next Mishnah did not really have to say still we can understand why the Mishnah would teach it it makes sense that the Seifa meaning that next Mishnah is going to say something that's not necessary because of the Reisha that had to teach something which is necessary meaning we find often that sometimes the Seifa of a Mishnah is going to say something in a way or it's going to actually use extra words that aren't really necessary simply to remain consistent with the Reisha of the Mishnah and over here if you want to explain that Ruven's statement is viewed in two separate parts and therefore Shimon has to say so we want to remain consistent with that Lashen in the Seifa in this next Mishnah by using that same Lashen where Shimon said even though we don't have to have that second part but if you want to say that in the Reisha in our Mishnah it's not necessary to teach that Shimon said because really everything's included in Shimon's statement of and Seifa the Seifa as well is not necessary to teach because again Again, Shimon doesn't have to say va'ani olay legalei chatzin nazir. All he really has to say is va'ani. So tani reisha deloitz riicha v'tani seifa deloitz riicha. Why would a mishnah teach something in both the reisha and the seifa that's not necessary? That's not normative for a mishnah to teach both something in the reisha and the seifa that's not necessary. So therefore, Rava concludes his response for Avuna Brid Rav Yeshua that it's more logical to say that the va'ani of our mishnah is only going on the first half of Ruvain's statement, and therefore, when the mishnah teaches that Shimon had said ve'olay legalei nazir, that's going on the second part of Ruvain's statement. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow, continue to talk about the sugya. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.